Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Formula E Byte. It's finally here. What a season it's been so far, but it is now time to bring it all to a close with one final doubleheader weekend in Seoul, South Korea. And I think it's going to be a bit, bit of a spectacle for a number of reasons. I mean, you look at where we stand currently with the situation in the championship, particularly the driver's standings. And also the track, I think, has real promise. It's the first Ypres in, in Seoul, and I think that's going to come with its own excitement. I really do think it's going to be quite a special weekend. Now, the driver's standings are incredibly tight. There's a chance that it will go down to the final race. It really could. I am not sure that it necessarily will because I'm I'm going bold here. This is way before podium prediction time. But I I think Van Dorn can do it. I think he can get the job done. Not necessarily in the first race so that it's completely wrapped up. No one can catch him. But I think he can put himself into a very good position by the end of race one so that he just needs to drive well. Not even amazing, just to do an all right job to bring it home. So we'll see. We'll go through the driver standings because that's, I mean, that's where the, the real excitement is. But first, let's take a look at the team standings because we haven't recapped those in a while. And, you know, it's easy to forget there are two championships going on with the drivers and the teams because the, well, the drivers championship is just more exciting, let's be honest. But let's see what is going on with the team standings. In 11th place, Dragon Penske have two points. They finally got their points, two points for the season so far. And that was in the most recent race in London, thanks to Sergio Setti Camera. 10th place is Neo on 7 points. Mahindra in 9th with 25. I think, given a lot of talk around Mahindra last season and this season about their goals of becoming a front-running team again and, you know, their driver lineup showing promise, I think that's it's probably going to go down as a, a disappointing season then. Ninth place, 25 points. What's that? Some drivers will do 25 points in one race from winning. So, yeah, I don't think they'll be too pleased. Not a great season thus far for Nissan either in eighth with 34 points. Avalanche Andretti, I think we'll be quite happy. We'll be quite happy, to be honest. Um, seventh place with 112 points. However, nearly half of those points came in in London. Uh, they picked up 41 points total in round 13 and, and in round 14 picked up 22. So maybe that skews the reading or the analysis of the season slightly because before that their performances were, well, they weren't like that. But I, I think it's been a decent season so far. You know, let's, let's, let's wait, actually. I, I'm sort of doing a, I realise I've slipped into analysing how the teams would have done. But maybe we'll save that more actually for once the season's officially concluded and, and give a bit more of of an overview of how they've done then. Because, you know, there are two races. Things things could change. I 
don't think they will. I don't really think they will that much. But things could change. So Porsche are sixth with 128 points. Envision are fifth on 172. Jaguar have a nice round 200 points going into this weekend. And they sit in fourth place. But they will, of course, be without Sam Bird, who has a hand injury. So reserve driver Norman Natto steps in. So let's see how they get on. Tachita, third, with 244 points, 11 points ahead of them. We have Rocket Venturi with 255, and at the top, Mercedes with 291 points. And now the driver's standings. This is, I mean, this is where it's really exciting, because whilst I'm pretty confident Van Dorn, can get the job done. It's not guaranteed. It's really not guaranteed. And we, look, we've got a new circuit. We've got a high-pressure situation. We've got a double header. So many factors can come into play here. And it's not a done deal by any stretch of the imagination. So let's take a look at where things stand and who could be in with a shout of being crowned world champion. Currently sitting in last place, 22nd place. But remember, this this could all change. This, this definitely could change. With zero points, but this could change. A lot of DNFs, including four in, in a row in the last four rounds. But this could all change. Is Antonio Giovinazzi... He is just one point behind Dan Tictum. And he is one point behind Sergio Setti Camera. 19th is Max Gunter with six points in 19th place. 18th is Oliver Turvey on six points. Roland is in 17th on 11. Askew has 14 points and is in 16th. Whilst Roland's teammate Sims is on 14 points in 15th place. Boemi has 28 points in 14th. Sam Bird has 51 in 13th, which is where he will stay because he will be out for the last two rounds with that hand injury. But he has 51 points. Boemi's on 28 and hasn't been in the best form of his, of his career this season, so there's a good chance Bird will finish 13th. Cassidy is in 12th with 62 points, just one behind Lotterer, who is in 11th on 63, and he's two points behind his teammate, Pascal Verlein, who sits in 10th place. Dennis is now up to 9th after his amazing performances in London. He has 98 points. Defending champion, Nick DeVries, who is in 8th place on 106, it's not mathematically possible for him to defend that championship. So we'll see how, how he gets on overall but he's in eighth seventh is Frines on 110 one point behind sixth place Lucas Degrassi on 111 De Costa is in fifth with 116 points and his teammate Vern one place ahead of him in fourth with 128 points Mortara has 144 in third place Evans on 149 and Van Dorn leads the championship into the finale with 185 points. Now, mathematically, 
depending on results, Mortara, Evans and Van Dorn could all be champion come the weekend. It's tight. It's it's close. Mortara, 144. Evans, 149. Van Dorn, 185. I, I personally think that is, assuming he doesn't have two DNFs, uh, assuming he gets decent points. I think that's a that's realistically a pretty good cushion for Van Dorn to be having. It looks it looks promising. We'll we'll wait and see. It's not guaranteed by any stretch of the imagination. It's very tight, and we will have to wait and see. Now let's have some podium predictions. So for this weekend, as ever, I will pick three drivers that I think will be on the podium at some point over the course of the weekend. Now, my first pick is Van Dorn. It's a no-brainer. He realistically, he's in great form, he's consistent, and he needs to be on the podium to, to wrap this up, to bring it home, to make sure he doesn't let this slip now. So he will be going all out to make sure that happens. So I'm picking Van Dorn. I'm also picking De Costa. I've just got a good feeling. I've just got a good feeling that he's going to like the circuit and he'll manage to finish strong. And my third pick will be Robin Fries. Because again, his form's dropped off a little bit over the last couple of rounds, but I think he'll pick that back up. So my prediction for drivers that will be on the podium at some point, Van Dorn, De Costa and Fries. Now, we have had some submissions at show.formulaebyte at gmail.com. And I'll read a couple of them now. Amy says... I am going for Jake Dennis. His results in London were fantastic, and I think that he will bring that form into the finale. Uh, I think that's pretty fair. I think that's pretty fair. Now, Amy goes on to also say that she thinks we'll see De Vries and his teammate Van Dorn as well on the podium. So both Mercedes drivers. Amy's going for Dennis, De Vries, and Van Dorn. I think that's a pretty good prediction. I can see that happening. And we also have one here from Chase who says, I don't think Van Dorn will be on the podium. Interesting, interesting. Chase goes on to say, I I don't think Van Dorn will be on the podium, but I do still think he'll do enough to win the championship. And for the podium prediction, I think we'll see more Tara, Vern and De Vries. That that is interesting. I can can see a scenario where that happens, where, where Van Dorn isn't on the podium but he's finishes fourth or fifth I think depending on who's ahead of him that that's that could be enough for him to win the championship so yeah Chase predicting Van Dorn not to be on the podium but to do enough to win the championship Mortara on the podium I can see that Fern and De Vries I think that that's very possible so interesting predictions a lot of you as well in the inbox going for Van Dorn I think you know, there's no surprises there. It's his championship to lose, really. And he's so close. He's so close. He's he's very consistent. And, you know, we, we spoke a while back about how consistency was going to be the key to who, who won it because it's been close for a while now. For a while now, it's been close. So it was going to be the most consistent driver that brought it home. And that's so far looks like Van Dorn so we'll see but before anyone 
can win, they're going to have to tackle the track, the solely pre-track, the first time that we've been here in Formula E. And the sole street circuit standing in the way of one driver and championship glory looks like it's going to be an absolute banger. This track, I'm very excited about this track. Very excited. 2.6 kilometers in length, 22 turns. But I think it's going to be amazing to watch visually. But also, it sets itself up for a fantastic showdown. So, look, we've got Turns one, two, and three. Very tight, right at the start. And then a bit of a straight with a slight bend towards turn four. So drivers potentially start to get up to a bit of speed. Then you've got a straight between four and five. And then turn six coming very quickly after turn five. And then the drivers come from the street into the Olympic Stadium, which I think is going to look awesome. And then you have... Turns 7, 8, 9, very close. 10 and 11, also close, all inside the stadium. And then a straight between 11 towards 12, still inside the stadium. And then 13 and 14, very tight turns on the exit back out of the stadium. Up to turn 15, slight straight between 15 and 16. Then the same again for 16 and 17. So some speed starting to build here after a very tight technical section up to now. So as you may have noticed or realized or worked out, we're up to turn 17 now. And there there is a lot of the track to go, but only five turns from this point on. So turn 18, then straight to 19, big old straight down to 20, tight-ish turn into 21 then big old straight between 21 and 22 and a big straight back up towards turn one so I think this is going to be pretty epic to watch and I think the head-to-heads in qualifying will be pretty spectacular around here as well so I think we are in for a great finale I think if this plays out the way that it might Formula E have smashed it out of the park with this as the final track to the season. So there we have it. This is how things stand going into the finale. I'm super excited, super, super excited. We will, of course, after the finale, have our review episodes. That will have a slight delay on it because I'll be on holiday again. I know, terrible. Um, But we'll get that to you as soon as possible. Enjoy the racing. I will leave... A link in the show notes so you can see how to watch where you are. Make sure you are subscribed or following Formula E Byte wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I'll see you once we've crowned the next world champion.